Blog Talk Radio. If you were hoping to be able to get some information that can help you get relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's, you have arrived at the right place and the right time. This is Parkinson's Recovery, and this is Robert Rogers. For those of you who haven't heard, the second edition of Road to Recovery from Parkinson's Disease is hot off the press. So if you've been waiting for that, I've been telling you for months now, it's coming, it's coming. Well, it's finally here. So if you'd like to be able to get more information about the second edition of the book that was released last year, you can go to www.parkinsonsdisease.me. The show today is going to dazzle those of you who are listening because we are really on the cutting edge of discovering many new reasons why people currently experience the symptoms of Parkinson's disease. My guest will be familiar to some of you who are listening, and some of you perhaps she'll be new. But she really is the international leader in using sound as a device for diagnosis and healing conditions such as Parkinson's disease. Sherry Edwards, we are all delighted that you are able to be with us today. Thank you. I I am flabbergasted by your introduction and, and very honored to be on your show. Well, you're probably flabbergasted, but it's all true, I'm telling you right now. Now, we have a second guest, but I'm not going to actually introduce him quite yet. What I'd like to first ask Sherry to do is to give everyone who's listening a brief preview or explanation about the work that she actually does. So in case you haven't been listening to the previous shows, you'll understand better what it is that she actually does. Well, I think everybody knows about this. They just haven't taken the time uh, to think about it. When a young man is going through puberty, his voice changes in response to the hormones. So we've looked at that and what are those hormones, what really is going on by way of the frequencies of the voice. So we look at the frequencies of the voice, not just the words, but the actual frequencies that are coming out of there like, in music, C and C sharp and D and all that. And we look at the voice in terms of a song, sour notes or um, notes that don't sound right in the voice. And we match them to math, something called the math matrix. So we stick in front of a microphone, we have you talk for 30 seconds. Um, and if we look at your voice and it says, okay, the frequency says one and one is seven, we've got a problem we know that one and and six has to be seven. So we go back looking at what that frequency represents. We provide it back to you in a way that entrains your brain, and your disease kind of goes away. As a result of several previous shows, you've now done voice profiles for an actually large number of individuals who currently experience the symptoms of Parkinson's. And you also had a representative, uh, Shandea Costello, at the Parkinson's Recovery Summit just last month who did voice profiles on quite a large number of individuals. So now you've got a pretty big database of individuals who currently experience the symptoms of Parkinson's. And I understand you have been able to find some interesting revelations across all of those analyses. Absolutely. We have found two biochemicals that are consistent with people who have cell signaling disease, which Parkinson's is one. 
and one of them is called COMT, and it's a genetic issue, and I wish I could pronounce it well, catecholmethyltransferase. And it is the enzyme that, that degrades catecholamines, such as dopamine, into a, a form that the body can use. So that's one thing that we found. The other one is an enzyme. Boy, and I don't know if I can find it to pronounce it either. Um, but it's a consistent enzyme that deals with cholesterol and how cholesterol is used in the body. Um, so those two things together, and I will come up with it here in a minute. I'm looking through a PowerPoint because I forgot how to pronounce this great big long name here. Uh, but those two things I don't think, we could ask Dr. Kiske, but I don't think these enzymes can be purchased. And as soon as I find them, we'll be able to tell. So that's consistent, and one of the most exciting things, I just wanted to to jump up and down because we have been able to stop the Parkinson's tremors in almost uh, everyone that would allow us to continue to work with them. And we have a letter here from somebody who wants to remain um, anonymous because, uh, well, you'll hear it when... Um, You'll see it when I talk about it. And we asked her to come on the show, and she said, well, I think it's too early um, because not all of my symptoms are gone. I can tell you, however, that I very much appreciate your hands-on guidance and direction. And from a practical standpoint, my tremors are gone. I've listened to my tones. My tremors are gone. I don't have as much trouble with movement. I know that ultimately we will get the exact right tones from you. We'll keep working on it. And I want to make that clear to people that this is something that's that's ongoing that we're finding. But the consistency that we found for getting rid of the tremors, and we now have about 15 different frequencies uh, that will work based on the kinds of tremors they have, but they've all narrowed down to two things. B5 and B12. And what's happening is that people are not able to use these B vitamins. So we just sort of kick their body into doing what uh, the body ought to do. And then those frequencies that represent those enzymes begin to work. The other consistency, and it's not in everybody's chart, um, is we're finding lockjaw uh, virus. And the other biochemical is aromic L-amino acid decarboxylase, a.k.a. dopa decarboxylase. And um, it's uh, a lysine enzyme, and it helps the body use dopamine serotonin, 5-HTP. So those two enzymes and then this virus of lockjaw. Of those three, every person we've seen has some kind of combination of those three, and almost all of them have problems with absorption and use of B vitamins. But when you can, we're going to put this up on the Internet, when you can see or somebody's trembling 
and you play a sound, and they can hold a piece of paper stable. I mean, it just makes you want to cry. It is so profound for that person that they don't have to live with that anymore. This is the first time this has actually been discussed in a noun, Sherry. Isn't that right? Absolutely. So we're sort of making history now as we're talking about what you've actually discovered. When you use the word lockjaw virus, is that connected to, for example, the tetanus or yes. some kind of other uh, viral? The, tet- the tetanus shot, yes. And a lot of people have this tetanus shot left over. It's a neurotoxin. And one of the things that we've been able to look at, it it starts in the little toe side of the foot that it just doesn't kind of feel right. It, it's numb or it, it aches. And that's been consistent with people. But, Dr. Rogers, we have tried to keep this quiet for so long that not a lot of people know about it. I just didn't want to be, get slammed by the FDA. I knew how important this was. I had this idea that if I could go out and share it with people and get this hundreds monkey effect going and, and let everybody know about it before we announced it to the government, they couldn't stop us. And so I really appreciate you allow us, allowing me to be on your show and, and spread the word. I'm excited. Well, it, it is quite a high honor for me, Sherry, to be able to facilitate the word so that Everyone out there who's interested in getting relief from their symptoms can do so now. Now, our other guest on the show today is Dr. Roman Kriske, who is a medical doctor and who has some extensive experience in in connection and dealing with Sherry Edwards. Dr. Kriske, thank you so much for being on the show today. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure. Uh, I'd like to begin by sort of going back uh, to my uh, Initial um, moment when I met her, which is uh, oh about eleven, twelve years ago. <clears throat> what, uh, many of your listeners probably are wondering how did this whole science of of sound uh, come? How did Sherry discover it? Well, Sherry was born with a condition that theoretically all of us are born with, but as we age, we lose it. And that is called synesthesia. This is a condition in which the senses are sort of uh, melded together. So uh, for an average person, when you hear something, you just hear sound. Well, in Sherry's case, vision is involved. When, when she hears somebody speaking, she sees colors. And she literally sees frequencies in a visual form. Uh, so uh, one of her initial uh, discoveries was she was in a doctor's office and he was treating an individual with hypertension, and she noticed that the colors were not right for this individual. So she started humming a certain frequency, and the doctor was uh, amazed to see that the blood pressure dropped. So uh, on this first observation, uh, that occurred in a very sort of spontaneous manner, he asked her to repeat this a couple of times, and every time she did this, the blood pressure would drop. So he encouraged her to pursue this and learn you know, more about frequencies, and this is how her whole career developed. She is also very gifted in 
mathematics. She has what I would call a Pythagorean mind. She can see within the medical world in, 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 in utilizing many of her senses. And in this way, she's been able to break down many of the energy patterns that make up the human body. Because as you all know, our body, you know, is made up of multiple, multiple elements. Each of these elements has a frequency. Every chemical has a signature. And uh, to identify these and to see what, uh, where the defect lies in making something uh, work in a smooth manner, that's, that, uh, that's how it all began. Uh, in my own case, I, I had a... Oh, I, I had, uh, when I first came to her, uh, and I didn't come for her, actually, I came for her, I was worried about uh, my wife, but while we were with her, uh, with Sherry, Sherry uh, noticed that, uh, you know, that there was a certain color, and then she started trying out some frequencies, because what hit her was that I had tremor. My, I had a tremor that is called intentional tremor. This tremor is due to uh, cerebellar uh, problems. I, uh, from what I was told uh, when I was young, uh, that uh, this had originated because I was a war baby and, uh, and my mother didn't have uh, the right nutrients, and this uh, created uh, this uh, this situation. When I was a teenager, I wasn't able to hold a cup of tea with one hand. Uh, I would have to use two hands. Well, uh, you know, I've, uh, I was able to, to manage to some extent, but many times I wasn't even aware that I was manifesting it. For example, uh, my head would start nodding. I remember, in fact, attending a medical meeting, and I was sitting in the back of a room, and uh, I kept listening, and finally the doctor who was giving a talk uh, said, Doctor, he pointed to me, I notice you keep shaking no every time I say something. You seem to be disagreeing with everything I'm saying. So would you be so kind as just openly speak up and tell us what it is that you're uh, not agreeing with? Well, I, I wasn't aware that my head was moving back and forth, back and forth, and uh, my kids frequently would notice it. Well, this this problem, which for me, uh, I, I wasn't most of the time aware of it, but other people were. When Sherry developed uh, uh, the sound frequencies that corrected it, it, it totally disappeared. And, uh, you know, any time I uh, would be going through some stress that would uh, make it... Uh, come up again, all I did was listen to the sound... Uh, for a couple uh, nights, and uh, it would be good again. And uh, so through this very elegant approach, she was able to uh, totally eliminate uh, a problem that uh, in traditional medicine is not that easy to control or eliminate. But, uh, you know... It sounds like your wife also went to see her, and so her challenges were also uh, helped. No, no, by... not uh, they were not neurological. She had other issues. She had uh, gout, and she had some other uh, issues. We're all look. Every one of us, uh, unfortunately, as we age, 
we don't uh, get better. Uh, you know, things start breaking down. But uh, the manner in which our bodies break down, it can be certainly altered. Uh, it, it, every part of our body uh, it can be uh, worked on. Uh, neurologists used to believe that uh, the brain, uh, when the brain cells died, uh, nothing uh, could replace them. Well, now we know that uh, the human brain is extremely plastic and can be changed and moved in, uh, into other frameworks. And so we live in a time of hope. Uh, and uh, one of the things that I attribute to Sherry, she's a type of an individual that infuses hope in many of the individuals that come to see her. And that's a very great accomplishment in itself. Unfortunately, uh, orthodox medicine tends to... Uh, give you a lot of labels, and really gives you very little to hope for. Uh, the, you know, it depends very much on uh, giving you medications, and they usually are followed by more medications. Sometimes they, they help, sometimes they don't. But there is no true healing. Uh, basically, it's a question of just holding symptoms in abeyance. If uh, if they can be uh, held in abeyance, many conditions uh, do not respond in favorable manners. And as you know, there are many individual variations, even with the same disease. And in the, in this sense, Sherry's approach is highly highly individualized, because no human voice is the same. So when you treat, uh, you know, let's say you're talking about Parkinson's disease. Well, there can be many manifestations. There are many ways in which it may express itself in that individual. So you can't say that uh, one individual with Parkinson's would be treated exactly in the same way as another. No, it, you know, it, it, it makes sense. And uh, her approach has has uh, been uh, verified in many, uh, many uh, situations. In fact, some of the individuals who have been treated uh, by her uh, uh, diverges on, on, on the miraculous because, you know, individuals who weren't able to walk, who were paralyzed, who were uh, afflicted in, in, in situations where there was very little hope, did well. In fact, I remember in one of her sessions there was a physician with a severe neurological uh, problem where he wasn't able to uh, to walk. He was an emergency room physician. He had to uh, give up his work, and uh, uh, orthodox medicine uh, offered very little uh, hope for him uh, to ever recover. And uh, the, the times I met him, he seemed to be on the road on the road to recovery. And uh, you know, I could go on and on because uh, seeing people with problems and seeing changes, but not just uh, uh, subjective changes. I'm talking about changes that are measurable, changes that are observable by any individual who, who knows how, uh, well, the family. You, you, they're usually your best barometer. Uh, in fact, uh, I remember when I went with my wife, she was the one that was highly, highly impressed by the fact that my dreamer was gone. I, I wasn't really... Uh, aware that uh, this was happening, but she was. 
Well, we could go on and on talking, but uh, one thing I can uh, tell you, because, you know, as a physician, I have seen all sorts of uh, approaches in dealing with the human body. Some some have uh, done something, but we still have a long, long way to go. They they say uh, medicine is an art more than a science, and in, in many ways that's true. But, you know, as I told Sherry when I first started going to her, to me she was a doctor's doctor because she she carries within herself these gifts, and she has developed a wonderful technology. But I'm always more impressed by her as a human being because she does everything with with an altruistic approach. She really cares. And and uh, and patiently keeps looking until she finds an answer that will be uh, uh, of benefit to the individual that she's involved with. And trust me, people who come to her, many of them are at the end of the line. They have tried everything, and uh, little hope remains. And when they come to see her, hope is reawakened, and hope is one of the best medicines that any human being can give to another. Dr. Kresge, you are listening to the to... Parkinson's Recovery Radio Network. This is Robert Rogers, and I am talking with my two guests, Sherry Edwards from Sound Health and Dr. Roman uh, Kresge. And if you'd like to be able to ask questions or connect with either individual, you can call toll-free 877 877- Five nine zero zero seven three three. Punch the number one on your phone. Now's your chance. And I see there's a huge number of individuals who've called in. If you'd like to be able to actually talk with them, either person directly, simply signal to me by punching one on your phone. Dr. Rogers? Yes. Can I ask Dr. Kresge a question? Please do. He is a medical director of a, a large clinic, and he sends people to us to sort of help. But there are things that have been miracles in his own life with uh, heart and other things. I'm wondering if he would be willing to talk about those. Well, you know, I'm uh, currently 70 years of age, and as you can well imagine, by the time you reach uh, uh, this ripe stage of life, uh, you have already passed through a, a multitude of problems. I, I've had uh, cardiac disease. I've had uh, uh, open-heart surgery. I've uh, had uh, uh, cancer, uh, you know, uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And uh, I'm still here. I'm still working, and uh, I... Uh, I can uh, really sympathize with with any human being who is uh, suffering because uh, I've been there myself. I've uh, I've gone through uh, different things, and uh, trust me, one of the very very important things uh, when you're on the receiving end is to to have uh, hope. And uh, uh, as I told you earlier. Uh, Besides having this wonderful gift of uh, of being able to see frequencies, uh, have a visual manifestation of sound through her eyes, she is able to use this to uh, 
to lift up a, a person, to give them that extra push on the road of recovery. And uh, I, I've been to visit her uh, a good number of times, uh, not, not just to learn uh, from her, but but also to uh, have her help me in uh, dealing with many of my uh, own conditions. In, in Sherry, there's a, an activity that you engage in that I really want to encourage you to tell people about. We're talking here about individuals getting voice profile assessments from you and all the individuals that you train. You also have a training program where you train individuals to learn how to do voice profiles for themselves so that they can heal themselves as well as heal others. Can you be sure and tell people about that program? Well, just like there are um, pathways in the body of chemical cascades, we can look at those same pathways as math ways and we can see where the kink is in their cholesterol or their blood sugar and that's what we can just immediately take care of and that's what Dr. Krisky was talking about that we can go in and look at that because what my voice can do we have been able to computerize so that everyone can do it. Dr. Rogers how would you like for all of the people listening to the show to get a Parkinson's profile computer program software that they could do this for themselves. Oh, that would be pretty awesome. I'm willing to give them the software if they'll give me back data. Now, they will have to pay for the registration because we've had to outsource that now. But I will give them the software to do this and the instructions. Actually, it's three computer programs uh, that they will get one that pulls the points that tells them what's going on in their voice. These are the points of significance. These are the things that are out of tune in your voice. And then you translate those into another program that just automatically gives you reports and it says, okay, this particular biochemical is too high and this one is too low and this is what we can do about it and so forth and so on. Like Shondaya did at the um, the conference. The summit. And if they'll write to me at Sherry, S-H-A-R-R-Y, Sherry on air at gmail.com or you, and you can send it to me, we will send them these three programs that, and, and there's a Parkinson's class that we'll put online for them so they can learn to do this. Uh, and if we find people in certain areas, we'll group them together and they can study together. But this is too important. We've done this for macular degeneration. Um, we've done it for many different diseases, but we have never given away the computer programs in mass so that everybody can get this and we can have the entire population begin to say, this works. You know, as I'm listening uh, to you, Sherry, I, I just remembered one of the classes I attended where uh, uh, there was a... Uh, a student there uh, was uh, practicing, and I think she was treating uh, uh, glaucomas, and she found that uh, uh, what was missing was uh, uh, the frequency for indium. Now, indium is an element. Uh, in that particular year, uh, they had uh, actually uh, were, were able to... Uh, discovered that uh, that it had a purpose in the human body. Most uh, 
people, including doctors, uh, probably are not even aware that indium plays any role. Uh, but uh, you, you can uh, actually, if you Google it, you'll be able to find that uh, they now uh, offered. Uh, you can buy it as a supplement. But the interesting thing here was that uh, the frequency uh, for indium was found as the factor that was necessary um, for the, the management of this particular, uh, uh, I believe it was glaucoma. But in any case, uh, that's just a, a small example of how uh, how deep and rich is this field because you know uh, there's so uh, there's a, we are a bundle of energy and and uh, the 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 road inwards uh, to discover what 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 we have too much because we're not breaking it down in the right way or what is missing uh, this is what opens before you as you begin uh, to look at it from uh, this particular perspective, and uh, it's 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 really uh, the wave of the future. Uh, you know, I'm sure that uh, in the decades to come, uh, uh, the way we deal with uh, with with people's illnesses will it will radically change because of things like what Sherry is doing and what other researchers in the fields like this are also doing. Uh, I, I think she really is a, a pioneer on the road to, uh, to to help many, many ailments of, of humanity. And even if she was able to, let's say, uh, alter uh, the scheme of 10 diseases to the point that they were totally neutralized, that in itself would be... Uh, you know, semi-miraculous, but she's able to do it with many, many more ailments. Uh, and uh, as the years go by, she seems to refine more and more her techniques. One of the things that I, I want to, and I, I'm sorry if I interrupted you, did I? No. Um, no. We put all this in a computer, and we can give somebody vitamin C, and we can look at their entire mass matrix and see everything that that vitamin C did to their body. Normal, conventional medicine cannot do that. And we can give you anything, aspartame or whatever, and we can see what that did to your body. It's complete. It's whole. It's, to me, it's the first holistic medicine. And it just creates this big mass table, and it lights up and says, okay, that doesn't match here. I would like to announce something on your show, Dr. Rogers, that's not been announced to anybody, not even my own staff. It's something I've been working on for about two weeks, and I don't know why I'm being compelled to share this. But it has four or five steps to it. Dr. James Oshman, who has an institute about energy medicine and teaches about it, he and James Jinjewski out of UCLA, or was, uh, say that cells give off a signal. Now, Dr. Robert O. Becker says that when cells are hurt, they give off a signal, and calcium comes to the site, and calcium acts as the foreman to repair the cell. Now, we have discovered that the food of cancer, what feeds cancer from your body, and the frequency of calcium are the same frequency within one one-thousandth. So if 
the cell is putting out a signal, I'm in trouble here, help, help, and the frequency of calcium is supposed to be responding, and calcium is not there in a usable form, then the frequency of the cancer food responds, and the body begins to manifest the cancer. Now, we have turned around many, many cancers, and the commonality is several things. Calcitonin, that controls calcium. Vitamin A goes too high. Catalase goes too low. All of these consistencies, and we have a computer software about this too, but somebody listening to the show needs to know that piece of information. And if there are volunteers out there that will help me test this, then please get in touch with me. This is such an urgent and absolutely essential piece of not watching our population go down the tubes literally by their DNA being deconstructed and by cancers and toxins and poison food and poison water and um, whatever else is going on in our environment. This is an incredible piece of information. And maybe I need to say it in front of Dr. Kriske because he knows so much about all of the alternative things that are going on out there. One one thing that uh, Sherry may not have shared with you, uh, when uh, when the Twin Towers were uh, uh, well demolished uh, and uh, the, the the horror that followed, the people who were involved in uh, in in rescuing and in uh, doing a lot of the work, many of them be- started suffer- suffering with all sorts of problems. And Sherry was able uh, to identify through uh, their voices what kind of toxins uh, were uh, were affecting them. And uh, if I recall, uh, you were contacted by the government, and, uh, and they uh, put a lot of your things to use. Well, they... We, the CDC is who we contacted, the Center for Disease Control, yeah. and we said to them, we know what's causing the fireman's cough. We've been down there in the hole with the scientists because one of our practitioners' uncle worked there, and they let us in, and we can stop the fireman's cough. And the CDC said, didn't go through the FDA, can't touch it, go away. A couple of days later, I got a call at home from somebody worked in the CDC, and she said, I can't officially tell you this, but here's the number to the union, to the firemen's union. Please get in touch with them and make arrangements to show them what you have. And we went to New York. We paid for the whole trip and everybody that went with us. We went to the firemen's union. Uh, the guy's name was Joe something. I can't remember his name. And they brought in 17 people who had firemen's cough, and we were able to stop it. We were also able to stop one of them who was having a gallbladder attack. And they said, absolutely, we want you to come back. We want you to come back and see all of the firemen. This has to uh, be taken care of. We also discovered that one of the frequencies that was common to one of the toxins was the same as age onset, uh, early age onset breast cancer. And so we're going along and we're going to do this, and all of a sudden, no, you can't do this anymore, nothing. What happened? Why didn't they want these people helped? What was really going on? Now, look at the billions of dollars and lives that were lost because they wouldn't allow us to help. We were evidence-based. We knew we could do it. The behavior showed it. These people didn't care how we got rid of their cough. They just knew that we did. 
and they wouldn't let us through. They wouldn't let us help these people, um, and I, I still don't know the reason why. And I'm learning the same lesson with Japan. We have a radiation exposure software, and we'll also give that to your people for the registration so they can test themselves. It wasn't something I was going to talk about. But we sent 10,000 copies of that over to Japan so people can test themselves. This is too important to let go. This is the world we're talking about. And, yes, it, in the beginning it took my voice to be able to do it. But it's all computerized now. And I don't think there's anybody on the planet that couldn't use this software in some way, even if it's just to look at what food they need to eat for the day. And I'll just throw in a nutrition program for people, too, because, Dr. Rogers, you're doing great work, and I want everybody to have this. They're going to kill me in the office in the morning. Um, <laughs> but I want everybody to have this software. Uh, it's going to, I believe in, in what Dr. Kriske says, this is going to change medicine. I think the predictive medicine is our future, and knowledge is our power. And that's what I want to share. So let me be clear for everyone about exactly what the steps will be to acquire these instructions and these programs so people can do voice profiles for themselves. There's a registration required, and how much does that cost, and how does that work exactly? The registration is $20, and these programs sell for three and $400 a piece. But I should tell you, they have to have a microphone, and they have to have some kind of number-crunching program on their computer, like Excel or something like that. So if they'll write to me, or they can go to our website for the radiation stuff. It's right on the front page. It's soundhealthoptions.com. And we are following geographic areas. We assume we're going to be, be able to put up a map and show where the concentrations are. There's so many people cooperating and sending us vocal prints. We'll have an early warning um, system set up. That's incredible. So they can go there and get the links for the radiation. But the um, stuff for Parkinson's, um, that one is just my opening my mouth on your show. So <laughs> they're going to have to write to me to get the link. Well, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so glad that Sherry is uh, sharing some of the these other things that she's doing. That's why I mentioned the Twin Towers, because many people are not aware uh, how involved she has become in trying to help uh, different people who are in great need, and she has come to their rescue. Unfortunately, sometimes because of bureaucracies and uh, other things that are beyond my understanding, uh, have have prevented her from really uh, putting all her resources into into bloom, but uh, I know that as time goes on, her contributions to the betterment of uh, the human condition will grow, and she will get the recognition that she deserves for for this great work that she has shared with. Uh, with the people that have come to seeking uh, help. 
These are incredible offers indeed, I want everyone to know. And I want to be absolutely clear for those of you who are listening, this is the deal of a lifetime. This allows you and empowers you to be able to have control over your health and wellness. So to be able to request these programs, there are two ways to do it. One, you can directly email Sherry. I want to repeat her email contact address. It's sherryonair at gmail.com, and I'm going to spell that. It's S-H-A-R-R-Y-O-N-A-I-R at gmail, G-M-A-I-L dot com. Or if somehow that address is lost, you can always email me, and I'll forward it directly to her. And, of course, my address is robert at parkinsonsrecovery.com. Many of you may be aware of previous programs that I have aired that address people who are talking about getting an appliance that adjusts for lock jaw or misalignments in the jaw. People are basically saying, independently of anything that Cherry Edwards is discovering in her own analysis of voice profiles from persons who have the symptoms of Parkinson's, that the fact is people who are using this appliance are getting relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's. So two independent discoveries made just over the last three or four months are saying the same thing. One of the factors clearly is that tetanus uh, infiltration in the body that has not actually been resolved. So these discoveries are quite amazing, if you ask me. We can also help people with what they're calling TMJ. We've been able to release that, you know, in a short time. Are you there? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I want to ask a favor of people out there. If they see a TV show called The Good Wife, Michael J. Fox is on there as a lawyer that has Parkinson's, and you can watch him during the show, you know, his hands shaking. If anybody knows how to get in touch with him, send him uh, a copy of the show. We can help, but we've not been able to get past their beginning people where we send, okay, we have this information, please let us help. We get a letter back and says, send money. You know, we need a way to really get in touch with him because we've been able to get rid of these tremors. Um, and he talks on the show about how embarrassing they are and, and whatever. I think he's using them in a great way to help people. But I really would like to help if he's willing to listen. So we're, you were going on saying how they could get the software. To, I think I interrupted. Yes, just to be clear that they can email to you to request the software, and there's that very modest registration fee that you can't get around at $20. And uh, they'll also be able to obtain the uh, radiation software as well as the nutrition software if they simply request that. It's clear to me that there are a variety of factors that can influence these neurological symptoms, and oftentimes individuals have conditions that are multifaceted. To get simply one single voice profile analysis is great. It gets you in a, headed in the right direction, but it clearly is going to be advantageous to have the software so that you can do these analyses yourself. So I want to say it's quite an incredible offer 
because not only do you get the software, but you also get the instructions on how to actually use it. So I can't wait to get my hands on it, Sherry. I want you to know, because I want to do some uh, analysis of my own voice. Uh, you know, uh, uh, one one thing I would recommend, because if you go to see a physician uh, for whatever your problem is, one visit would never uh, produce any results uh, of significance. You have to give time for a relationship to develop and for the person to really begin to understand what your problems are. Well, the same is true when you go uh, uh, to Sherry, uh, you know, uh, there are people who come and uh, sort of expect from one single visit to be uh, instantly made well and uh, uh, put on the road. Well, uh, that's not really uh, practical. You, you have to, if you really have a problem and you want it resolved, I would highly recommend that they travel, uh, if, if it's possible for them, to Ohio and uh, set up an appointment in in, in her place. And uh, they will be then properly uh, tuned up to, so they can continue on their own later on. But uh, I, I don't think that just getting a program uh, would be enough. Uh, it's, uh, it's a wonderful uh, offer, but I, but I think it's important, too, to have somebody with experience in her methods to uh, help. I personally... Uh, my faith is with her, but uh, she has many individuals that she trained uh, in various parts of the country who can uh, basically serve uh, in a similar manner. But I, I think that's an important component in trying to put everything together. I like your that idea. Like tuned up. They get tuned up. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a really helpful insight, Dr. Kriske, that a person could, uh, while they can get these programs and start using them, it's obviously going to be beneficial to connect with uh, a fully trained and experienced practitioner. And it's also important to emphasize for everyone listening that Sherry's not the only one. <laughs> She's trained many, many people who all are located over, all, uh, over all over the place. Yeah, all, yeah. We're talking about all over the world, right? Yeah, we're not just yeah, talking about uh, Ohio. We're talking about United States, Canada, and, you know, countries all over the world so that you can actually find someone who's been extensively trained in doing this technology so that they can help you actually use the programs and learn how to interpret them yourselves. It always amazes me that people uh, will go to, when they have a problem with a car, they will go to several mechanics trying to get uh, the right opinion. And yet when it's their body, they somehow uh, just drop the ball. Uh, many people give much more uh, attention and, uh, and seek for help for their pets than they do for themselves. That's my experience, too. People will pay tons of money for their dogs or their horses, but they don't spend any money on themselves. That's right. What's That's wrong right. with this picture? Hello? Uh, yes, I know. <laughs> and we're born with only one body, and if that really gets uh, messed up, well, it's like uh, using the analogy of the car. You better get uh, working on your car early on. Uh, later on, it'll be extremely difficult to get it running again. <laughs> well said. Area code 281, you are on the air. Hello. Hello. I was wondering if you have anyone trained in the Houston area. We do. I don't know if they're seeing Parkinson's uh, folks, but we also have a traveling 
practitioner that comes to the Houston area, please go to our website, Sound Health Options, and look under, um, I think it's clinical services, and it will. there's a map there. Um, okay. There is, there is a couple of people uh, in Houston, but they're, I think they're the people that are the Army folks. We worked on a project with traumatic brain injury with the Army and trained some people there. Um, but certainly you could call the office and ask them to look it up if you don't have a computer. The office number is 740-698-9119, and we're open eight or 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, Eastern Time. Where is your office located? In Ohio, across the state from Cincinnati. It's actually in the middle of nowhere. Oh, okay. Ohio, all right. You're welcome to come visit us. We can start a preliminary investigation for you over the Internet, and we can look to see what's going on. You have to have a, the right microphone for us to do it, but the microphone's about $20 and, um, at Amazon. It's going to be a little more than that because you have to pay shipping. Um, but you can probably buy them at your local Walmart or um, Target. I can send okay. you directions. We'll send some directions to Dr. Rogers so that he can get those out to people to show you how to send us a WAV file. We want people to have the opportunity to do it themselves. And if they, they don't feel like they can do that, we'll do it for you. But we also want to train you to take care of yourself because, like Dr. Kiske said, this is not a one-time deal. Yes, we can probably stop tremors in, in one session or uh, ability to get up and down and some muscular things. But to really turn around Parkinson's, it's taken years um, to be heaped upon your body, it takes several months. So you need to stick with the program, and it is much easier if we train one of your neighbors or one of the people in your area or you to take the course, and it's online, you don't have to travel to Ohio, to take the course to take care of yourself. If you'll be our eyes and ears on your end, we can help you from our end. So we've tried to make it just as easy as possible um, and as convenient as for you to, to have this done. Okay. Thank you. Well, write to me, and I'll send you the direction. Okay. What's your name? Karen. Karen. Okay. I'll be looking for your email. Okay. One of the other things that Dr. Uh, Kresge uh, talked about is that my my eyes and ears and voice is very unusual. And if you look at most people's voice, it's just kind of scratchy lines up and down. My voice creates pictures. We had somebody come in last week, and the doctor said he had gout. And there was nothing in his vocal print that said he had gout. It said he had an inflammation. So I did his print myself because he was a practitioner and he was in a hurry. So I did the voice, and my voice came out looking like a DNA helix. And I said, this is an invasion of some kind because a DNA helix, I didn't think it was his. I thought it was an invasion. And we looked at it, and it was cellulitis, and it was a staph infection. So in your voice, in, in what I hear, 
I can tell things. We haven't broken all the codes yet. But there's going to come a time when you can come to your house and say, good morning, house, and blah, blah, blah. And they'll say, okay, you need oats for breakfast because you need niacin or something. I think we lost our ability to do this. I think we knew it, and I think the aborigines in Australia still know how to do it. If you look at Marlo Morgan's book, Mutant Messages Down Under, this guy fell and had a green stick scratch, uh, fracture, the bone sticking out, and these people sat down and sang it back into shape. Now, we know the frequencies to reshape a bone or to put a bone back in shape, like a little tricorder on, on Star Trek. We can't do it that fast, but we can certainly accelerate the healing. And I think we as a humanity, we lost that ability and I feel so honored to be able to bring it back with a computer so everybody can have it. Actually, as she's talking, uh, I'm uh, reminded of uh, the neurological studies done on synesthesia. And uh, one of the interesting findings has been that, uh, you know, we, we give so much importance to the cortex, you know, if that's where the intelligence and so forth resides. But we are more than uh, just beings that have intelligence. Uh, actually, most human activity is irrational because it's driven by emotions. And emotions emanate from subcortical areas. Synesthesia is uh, when an individual is experiencing their synesthetic phenomena, if you look at uh, brain function, you'll find that the cortical activity becomes very, very minimal. But the limbic area of the brain lights up. It, it, it really goes into high drive. And uh, like Sherry says, this is uh, from, a, from a perspective of where we were in the distant past and where we are now. We put so much emphasis on uh, cognitive achievements. We, we have abandoned other parts of our being, you know, and emotions are what gives uh, richness to our experiences and uh, if we could only uh, follow uh, examples of Sherry and somehow reconnect ourselves with 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 this heritage that lies within us uh, it would be a different world you are listening to the Parkinson's Recovery Radio Network. My guests are Sherry Edwards from Sound Health Options and Dr. Roman Kriske. My second edition of Road to Recovery from Parkinson's Disease is out. It's on hot off the press, and if you'd like more information about that, connect to the following website, www.parkinsonsdisease.me. You mentioned, Sherry, earlier that one of the revelations you have discovered when you go across all of the profiles you have done of individuals who have Parkinson's are issues with B5 and B12. Some people listening might say to themselves, well, I'm taking B5, I'm taking a B12 supplement, that can't be an issue for me. Would that conclusion be a correct conclusion necessarily or not? It would not be a correct conclusion because I bet if we looked at their vocal print, we could see that there's an accumulation of B12, but the body's not using it. It doesn't have cysteine or Castle's intrinsic factor or the other Bs or the other things that make the B12 work, the cobalt, whatever it happens to be in their voice. 
And in one swoop, we can look at it. We ask for two prints, we do a comparison, and we can tell you what your body's doing with B5 and B12. One of the fascinating discoveries on the previous show that you did when people called in and you did the voice profiles for me was for several of the people, they had an overabundance of dopamine in their body. They were loaded with dopamine, and it just simply wasn't being assimilated in the body. Right. It's like if I gave you a glibbledy-dorp. Would you know what to do with it? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows what a glibbledy-dorp is. <laughs> the body loses its ability to recognize dopamine, but it knows that it's important, so it just sets it there, and people get poisoned, and when we can look at that. If things are too high or too low, we just know they're out of balance. And like Dr. Kriske says, we can just tune you up. We can put your math back into balance. Your brain speaks math, and we found a way to talk to your brain to make it respond in a way to support your optimal form and function. And what more could you ask? From a cultural perspective, if uh, those of you, the listeners, if you look up Pythagoras from ancient Greece, he uh, he was... Uh, a very, very special and mathematical soul who who saw uh, the world probably in a similar manner to the way Sherry sees it. But I think a lot of her ideas find uh, their nexus in 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 uh, in that historical uh, milieu, and uh, it it would deepen your insights if you would uh, do some readings in these areas. Sherry, you also mentioned that you have discovered that the COMP gene, C-O-M-P, has mm-hmm. been an issue for people who have Parkinson's disease. Some people listening may think, well, if that's a genetic issue, nothing can be done about it. I mean, after all, genes are genes, and we can't really alter them. What would be your response to that reaction? I'd tell them to go to YouTube and look at the little girl that had uh, Down syndrome, it doesn't have it anymore because we were able to back off the gene. And uh, by the way, uh, that's another mythology that has uh, gone to rest. Uh, when uh, the work in, uh, in, uh, in genetics uh, was in full swing, everybody thought that uh, if we would uncover uh, the genetic uh, maps, that would be uh, it. And because and and the thought was that we were uh, sort of genetically controlled. And that if you were born with the wrong set of genes, uh, it was hopeless. Well, that's not true, because there are things that can uh, keep uh, a certain pattern latent where it never becomes activated, and there are other things that can make it go in the wrong direction. So uh, we we have restored that dimension of freedom, and gen- and uh, Sherry's work has. Uh, clearly elucidated a lot of these things. It's the proteins. We know how to control the proteins that control the genes. And the same thing is um, true with bacteria. This big new superbug that just came out, they said it's totally impervious to any kind of antibiotic. We know what the numbers are. I just decoded it last night. People don't have to be afraid of that anymore because we have the mathematical antidote that will control the protein 
and that's really what's causing people sick. The genome goes in, sets up housekeeping, it's their byproduct, the proteins that make you sick. Uh, I, I love mean, the, ter- the term that you just used, math- mathematical antidote. That's very good. Thank you. Um, people don't have to be afraid anymore. We don't have to be bowed down by what we have created on this uh, earth by all of these things being impervious to antibiotics. We can have more freedom than that. This is not even akin to conventional medicine. This is the next leap, the next ladder. It's not a next step. We don't have to be bound by other people's diseases anymore. Well, uh, you know, as you speak, you just amplify what I said earlier about you, that you you bring hope and you amplify hope for many people. And that, that's that's one of your great achievements. And by, and by the way, uh, some of you who are listening, uh, uh, I just want you to, to make one thing clear. Uh, Sherry is not anti-medical. Uh, quite uh, quite the opposite. She respects the achievements of medicine, but she has just opened a pathway to look at alternatives. And uh, the, this pathway has been very, very productive. But uh, what we need is people with different talents, with different disciplines, to really work together and, and not... Uh, you know, simply look for ways of aggrandizing their own egos and uh, forget about the merits of what they're doing. And in this one little hour show that Dr. Rogers has allowed us to do, we have barely skimmed the surface. Of possibilities. I really get that, Sherry. Area code 360, you're on the air. Yes, thank you for taking my call. This is David. I was, Hi, Dave. Oh, hello. I was thinking as you're talking, if there's a common common frequencies with tied into nature itself, like, for example, one time I had this feeling that I was being talked to by a tree that I was thinking about cutting down and the tree asked me not to cut it down, and I was just wondering, is there attachment to certain frequencies that give you that feeling that you're connected with nature itself? I think um, I think I heard him ask about, he was talking to trees, and is there a connection with nature, and is there a frequency for that? Yes. Yes. It's your own A-sharp. Everybody has their own scale that they attend to. Like the middle of the road, a note of A is 220 and 440, just double. But what if you're a, a, a 442? There's a whole different linkage. And the other thing is when calcium is not working well in your body, you can have a tendency to um, hear things outside the bounds of normal. So I've talked to lots of trees, so I've been there with you. <laughs> Uh, and I totally believe it, but I would go check your calcium and see what was going on and, and look at your own A-sharp as a note. 
um, and that's something that we can do at the office and to see what's going on. We can also look and see if you're really hallucinating, but I would just think you're more in tune with nature. There's eight things that we look at when people aren't when people think they aren't normal. Calcium, niacin, linolenic acid, and zinc. And out of those four, that's, there's usually a, a picture begin to emerge, and then B6, progesterone, choline, and magnesium. And out of those eight, we can usually tell what issues in the brain are going on. That's in a, a computer program we did called Traumatic Brain Injury, and that's available, too, for people. If they want to get involved, there's about 50 of these little public programs that we share with people. There's a whole network of people. It's called Guardians. It's health for the people, by the people. And it's just a guardian network, and we share a piece of software every month. This month it's arthritis. Last month it was cancer. So we show you how to look at, say, the predictors for cancers, your body trying to get cancer. And you can watch it, and you can see what you need to do about it. Well, now this week, what's next Sunday, is going to be arthritis. Is your body trying to get arthritis? Does it already have arthritis? And it will tell you the nutrients associated with it. Do you have an allergy to wheat? Are you eating too much aspartame? You don't have to guess anymore because the numbers are right in front of you and the body doesn't lie. So, Dave, if you want to call the office and just set up an online appointment with us or we'll send you the information on how to send us WAV files, they'll get back in touch with you and, and make the arrangements. Well, I, I have a connection with Shondaya. Okay, she could do it for you. And I'll probably go ahead with some of the processing the program seems a little beyond me to do it for myself, but she's willing to help me out, so I probably will see something, do something about it with her. We need to do something about your voice, too. There's something in the back of your throat, and I'm feeling it on the right side, so it's probably on the left because I see in mirror images. But there's some weak muscle back there that asked Shondaya to look at it. We have a program just for the voice. Okay. Uh, is the programs like you're projecting or you're talking about, it does give me hope for it seems to be such a little factor in the medical field. And well, more and more people are coming around, and with Dr. Kiske's help, more doctors come around all the time. And... There is a video called Miracles of Non-Medicine. It's on YouTube, and it's all the different doctors that we have worked with. But you can tell Shondaya that I personally will work with her with your case. How's that? Well, it sounds really great, Sherry. Thank you very much. You're welcome. We want everybody to have this. And that's why we're trying to put this Guardian Network together. It's an expressive organization like the Boy Scouts, where within the Boy Scouts you can do what you want to do. And it was our answer to Obamacare, because we're just looking at a restricted rationed care, uh, forced vaccinations, and other things that just scare the bejesus out of me. Uh, Obamacare is a nightmare. You know, I, I hope they'll be able to uh, reverse 
this this whole thing. What we need uh, is is more freedom for people to uh, to do things like you're doing, and and to do it uh, completely in total freedom without all these crazy regs that frequently uh, just block things from being accomplished. Some of the regulations are just driving a lot of the doctors up the wall. We had a Dr. Jerry Tennant on, and he said one of the things that bothers him is he's not allowed to use his own observations. He sent one of his patients to the hospital that was having a heart attack, and he also had low blood pressure, and they insisted on giving him low blood pressure medication. And the guy said, my blood pressure is already too low. That's part of the problem. She said, it's standard of care. And if they would have killed him, he's just a statistic. You know, that idea of the the loving, gentle doctor, the country doctor, they can't survive anymore because they're not allowing them to. They're saying, okay, you got this, this, and this, and this symptom. You get that, 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 and that. Listen, in the time that I've been a physician, I, I can tell you when I was a resident, when we used to admit the person, we used to really take him as a person. If, let's say, a lady came in and had three children and she needed, besides treatment of her illness, just some rest, we'd keep her an extra week. Nobody gave it, gave it a thought. Now every disease uh, is regulated by insurance companies. You have so many days for this, so many days for that. It's, it's really uh, becoming inhuman. Uh, and I've been a patient many times, so, uh, you know, I speak from direct, uh, you know, experience. Uh, we really need to f- return the human component to the way we treat human beings. Not only that, we we need to put the control back inside of the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if the doctor... I, I, I agree with you completely and totally, you know. The, uh, a very important component of uh, taking care of yourself is you have to you cannot abdicate from uh, taking care of your own body. Nobody knows your body as well as yourself. You know when I uh, when I came when I started working as an intern, it used to shock me. I'd be checking out the patient and I'd see a scar and I'd say, "Well, what is this from? What happened to you?" He said, oh, uh, you have to ask my doctor. And, you know, this was so common. Uh, now I don't think it's uh, it, that's disappearing. But people have to take ownerships of their body and really look for themselves, search for answers. If you go to a doctor uh, or to any health practitioner, uh, they're there to... Uh, help you, but you have to be involved in the process. Don't become a passive uh, person who just lets things happen to them. You have to take ownership of your body and what you're doing with it. And there's, But there's doctors being shisted, too. And then I go see my doctor, and I'm paying $70 for the visit, and the insurance gets 40 and he gets 30 That's not fair either. So that system also has to change that well, insurance company dictate medicine i know well we we live in a in a world that has bastardized all the good that used to exist and made things much worse 
one of the things that um, I look at is I don't want to go into changing the whole system. I don't want to go up against Bamocare and, and do fight fighting. I want to just go around them. I don't think I can change the system. I'm just one little housewife out here in Ohio and nowhere land. But, but, but I want to build... Pardon? Yeah, but but by doing what you're doing, you're uh, returning again to the uh, to hope. You're giving hope to, and you're mobilizing a lot of people uh, that uh, otherwise would have never been mobilized. And I think little by little, you're going to have a very very significant impact. Uh, and and there will be changes that will be finally favorable. The way we're going now, uh, you know, the country is sinking economically. It's uh, I I don't know if there is any uh, rescue that's possible. But I want to build a new model. Uh, I want to make that existing model obsolete, and I want to have the people who have the stress help me do it. If we can bring the people who have Parkinson's together and show you don't have to have this disease. Here's a group of Parkinson's people. Here's how to have dominion over what's going on with you. They don't That's care how we did it or it's FDA. They care about the evidence. This worked. And so my idea is if I take this group and this group has eye problems and this group that has gout or whatever, together we can make a difference. We are the consumers. We're paying the insurance. We ought to have a say. Well, that in itself is revolutionary, and I, and I hope your revolution will be very, very successful. As do I. We have time for one more call. Area code 518, you are on the air. Yes, hello. My name is Gail. Hello. hello. Hi, Gail. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hello. Yes. Yes. First of all, I'd like to say I would nominate... Uh, you, Doctor, and Sherry for a Nobel Peace Prize in an instant. Um, I think you're wonderful humanitarian people. Um, Thank you. My, my question is, um, I'm 57 years old. I've had Parkinson's for probably about uh, nine, probably ten years. And in just the last three years, I've had to uh, resort to using uh, cardiopa levodopa to um, resolve tremors enough so that I could work. Um, with your um, testing abilities, can you still find out what is going on even though I'm already taking a medicine like that? Yes, we can look at that. Has anybody checked your iron and how your body's using iron? Um, I believe they have, and hemochromatosis has run in my family, so I've always actually had high levels of iron. Well, now, now if you just stop and think what what has just happened in this little interaction, as I told you, uh, Sherry has the ability just to, by listening to the voice to see pictures, and uh, that's how she was able to zero in and point out uh, that you have a problem with iron, and here you say that there is a familial pattern of hemochromatosis. So uh, that's a living example of how these things happen. You that's also incredible. have some, some absorption issues in your bowel 
because there's some toxicity. So those are the two things that we would look at. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to write it down by your name because I'm certainly hoping that you will join us so we can look at it. Now, we can't look at something extremely serious, but we can look at just the preliminaries. We have free vocal prints every Tuesday uh, called Happy Hour, and it's on our um, Sound Health Options site. Uh, but I could at least look at your iron levels there. Okay. And if we find something, then we'll refer you on to somebody who can do something about it. Great, great. But those, you're you're an easy read. Some people aren't, and I just have to really struggle with it. But you're you're just an open book. Our energies must be very close and very compatible. Well, that's that's thrilling, and I I have listened to a lot of programs, but I've been so drawn to your program today. This is actually the first time I've had an opportunity to listen to one of these blog talks live. Usually, I have to do it where it's already recorded. So this is very thrilling and interesting for me. Listen, as a, as an observer, I think you would do really great for yourself. If you somehow, uh, where, where are you calling from? From what part of the country? I'm calling from the Adirondack Mountains in New York. Oh, okay. So you're a bit. Uh, well, you're not that far. Uh, in fact, I'm uh, planning to visit Sherry in May. Um, I, I think it would be really, really very productive if you somehow managed uh, to find the time of uh, visiting and uh, going directly to Sherry. Uh, first of all, uh, as great as the computers are, uh, my fate uh, rests completely in, uh, in her as a human being. You know, she mm-hmm. she can fine tune a lot of things with the computers and people that she trained, but nothing beats a gifted person. Uh, I I would uh, recommend that you uh, see her. Well, I'm I'm certainly I interested. Your sound. Pardon me? And I'm, I just did your sound. It is beautiful. I'll send you a picture of it. It, it looks like a woven basket. Um, I just saved it here, and I'm, while Dr. Uh, Kiske is talking, I'm going to try to uh, look at it uh, real quick and, I, and a, just a cursory look to see what your top sound is. And I, I've got it. Let me find it here. It's a note of A. Um, let me see if I can find out what it is. I hate doing these on the air. It makes me so nervous because I have to do it quickly and there's dead air and then that's boring for everybody else that's uh, trying to listen to the show. But yours was so clear. It's just an indication to me that uh, I needed to do something about it. Thank you. And it ends up being um, insulin. And calcium chloride is a cell salt. Um, I will go ahead and and we'll run you through the whole program when you when you call and you can watch it happen. This stuff is live and you can watch every bit of it happen. Uh, I don't know what calcium chloride does in the system, but glucagon is a blood sugar issue, uh-huh. and it also deals with your ankles. Hmm. I never know what it means until we put it in the program and munch the numbers. But your your sound was so beautiful that I just I wanted to see what it was. 
Well, thank you. That is very interesting, very, very intriguing. And uh, thank you for your kind comments when you first called, you know. You're a good human being. Oh, thank you. You you are just wonderful human beings, and you certainly instill hope in me with all the issues you've brought up. I, I've gone through, I used to work at a school as the school nurse, but I was just a paramedic, and I had to leave that job because I couldn't bear to have to set up shock clinics for children who I knew shouldn't be having these vaccinations. And I just um, I just appreciate people, especially in the medical industry as you are, who have this this philosophy and are willing to to say it and use it. That took great courage to quit a job because you knew you were harming children. We have a program called Pre-Vaccination Risk Factors, too, and, and we've tested about 300 people, well, kids, and it's quercetin, which is a biflavonoid, that if you have to get these shots, that's one of the things that you need to have high. And it's one of the things that we can antidote. If they're going to line us all up with guns and dogs like they did in 2007 up there in New Jersey or wherever that was, Delaware, um, if you don't know about that, that they vaccinated people under watch of guns, go to the National Vaccine Information Center and look up the article. Mm-hmm. But if they're going to make us do that, then we the people need to be prepared here with an antidote, and we've figured it out. We got it. That's great. That's that's really good news because I have a little 10-month-old grandson, and um he wasn't vaccinated until about a month ago, and literally my daughter was bullied into getting him vaccinated. They literally were threatening her with with some sort of action if she didn't get this child vaccinated. It was It was really sad. They've done it here, threatened them with child endangerment until you really push them. Uh, there's an incredible attorney online, vitaminlawyer.com, and he has all the paperwork there for you for free to take to your doctor or your school that will make them back off, vitaminlawyer.com. I've got that down. That's good to know. There's a lot of wonderful people out there trying to work with the system and against the system to kill, still keep our health freedom. And and that's what we're doing. What we want to do is provide the tools if you want to do it for yourself or we'll do it for you or any combination of that of above. And if you want to join us and train, we are looking for that. You have, well, you've already said you're a teacher, but you have the voice of a teacher. So if you're willing to, to take the course and help us train other people, that would be great too. Oh, I would love to. That that would be right down my alley. I will be retiring in June um, from my job at school basically because fatigue is just not allowing me to do what I need to do through the day. And um, that would be something I would be very interested in. Dr. Brent Forward, and uh, his bioacoustic person is Anna Anastas. They are in your area. Go to our website, soundhealthoptions.com, and look under um, clinical services. Mm -hmm. There's a map there. So Anna would be really good for you to go to and 
and um, she's already got a leg up now because it looks like we're, we've got some iron and fibromyalgia kind of things going on with you too. Mm-hmm. Okay. But thank you for being so easy to read. Um, it just it just feels like there's a kinship here going on. So I'm delighted that you called. Well, thank you. I am so delighted and thrilled to have talked to you and found this outlet. I think it's really, I, I can just feel my body, the cells dancing because of it. So I will be looking forward to more contact with you. That's great. Thanks for calling. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Dr. Rogers, what a delightful person. <laughs> yes, indeed. This is so turning out, out to be a very, it's a very pleasant program. Well, I, I want to. I just want to say we're out of time. But Dr. Roman Krisky, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out today to share with us your well, insights, uh, your perspectives. It's been well, it's quite been a, a, been a pleasure. And uh, you know, uh, well, when I visit Sherry, she'll tell me more about you and uh, your work with uh, Parkinson's. And Sherry Edwards, on behalf of the entire Parkinson's community, I want to just extend my deep appreciation for your commitment to take the time to do voice profiles of individuals who currently experience the symptoms of Parkinson's and pursue further the commonalities across all of these profiles, for it is clear to me that you have been able to identify some critical and important and truly revolutionary findings that are going to make a huge difference to millions and millions of individuals. But I have to say for the FDA that I'm just looking for data. If they get well, that's their problem. That's right. You are a researcher, as am I, I want to point out. We are basically researchers and scouring about to try to figure out what is it that people can do to heal themselves. And clearly this is an opportunity that is a golden opportunity for anyone who's seriously interested in being able to get sustained relief from their symptoms. So thank you so much for being on the show today. My honor. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. And uh, Sherry, I'll see you soon. Yes. Yeah, I, and I that's what's I... happening on the shores of the Puget Sound, where all the women are smart, all the men are handsome, and all the children are truly loved. Know that by virtue of the fact you are listening to this radio show, that you are on the road to recovery. We'll see you next week, same time, 3 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesday. Have a marvelous week. Good day. Sherry? That was an awesome show. But yeah, it was very, uh, I really enjoyed it. It was uh, really. We need to uh, hang up, though, because we're still recording. Oh, okay. All right, Thank Sherry. You. Take care. Bye. You are now.